This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Baruch HaMabayim. We continue in Daf HaShavua. We're learning Mesech Tivamais, Daf Samach Hei Amad Aleph. We uh, just learned on Samach Dalad Amad Beis that Rabbi Yosef, the son of Rava, said to Rava that he asked from Rabbi Yosef, is the halacha like Rabbi? That Chazak is created after two times, or is halacha like Rav Shem Gamliel that halacha is created after three times? So when I said is halacha like Rebbe, he said yeah. When I said is halacha like Rav Shem Gamliel, he also said yeah. So what uh, Rabbi Yosef prayed the Rava surmised was that Rabbi Yosef was mocking him, was uh, playing with him, and Rava said no, uh, absolutely not. He was just qualifying certain halachas in accordance with Rabbi and certain halachas in accordance with Rav Shem Gamliel because there are stam mishnais in accordance with Rabbi and stam in accordance with uh, Rav Shem Gamliel. Nesuin is a stama de masnisin that uh, Chazak is created after two times. That after someone's married two times, without children, then they can only marry... Um, in other words, what did the Mishnah say? That if you married a woman and you you stayed with her for 10 years and you have children, you cannot be, be, be mavatel. If he divorced her, she can marry someone else, but she can't marry a third guy. So we see that regarding Nesuin, uh, Chazak is created after two times. Malkios... We learned someone who gave Malchus and repeated it. Bezdin, in other words, somebody who violated a Malchus and then he repeated his violation. Bezdin will put him in jail and will stuff him until his stomach explodes. So you see, when it comes to Malchus, Chazak is created after two times. However, Vestois, as we're going to see, it's created after three times. Vestois, a woman's cycle, the Tnan, we learned in the Mishnah, Ein ha'isha koivas la'vest ad shetikvena shalish pa'amim. A woman does not establish a vest until she sets it three times. Now, either that means to see a flow on the same day each month, or until she sees at equidistant intervals. Those are two ways of establishing a vest. Now, regarding what halacha is a vest noigea. There's a halacha mesachta nidadaf beis daya shaita that normally if a woman sees dam, we say that she is metame, whatever she touched within the last 24 hours because we don't know when the bleeding started. However, if she has a vest kavua, we say no, she is metame what she touched. She's not, she, we don't go retroactively. Also, if she has a set vest and the zman of the vest comes and she didn't do a badika, we say she's probably tame. So, Regarding those two halachos, Rashi points out, are the ramifications of having a set vest. On the other hand, she can't undo a set vest until she doesn't see at those times three times. Um, in other words, if she has a set uh, time that she sees, in order to uproot that, it requires three, a change of three times. Likewise, when it comes to a shar hamuad, 
Bishar Hamuad Ditnan Ein Hashar Nasa Muad. A shar does not become a muad at Shia Idubai Shleshapamim until it is warned three times. So in other words, for a shar to be a muad, it does not become a muad after two times, it only becomes a muad after three times. Okay, the Gemara continues. Tanra Banan. Nisseis Lurisha. This is back to the Mishnah, where the Mishnah was discussing a woman who did not have children, and you stayed with her for ten years. Nisseis Lurisha, if he was married to um, the first guy, she was married to the first guy. And she did not produce children. Then she married a second guy. Then can't marry a third guy. She's already muksuk that she's not uh, having children. She can only marry Lamisha She can only marry someone who already has children. If she married someone who has no children, she goes out without Aksuba. Why does she go out without Aksuba? Don't we say that he married her knowing that she's not capable of having uh, children? Mm. Now, Toysus says in the fourth wide line that this halacha that he has to divorce her, divorce her is he has to divorce her immediately without Aksuba. And the reason is the reason he has to divorce her immediately is because she has a chazaka, she can't have children. But didn't he marry her knowing that? No, Toysus says on the sixth line, Bishaloi Hikarba Ayri. It's talking about he didn't really know her situation. He didn't chap. He didn't realize that she was married to um, two people and she didn't have children. And why does she go out with Adaksuba? Because it's a Mekachtos. Now, here's the question. If it's a Mekachtos, why does he have to divorce her? She should just leave. If he thought she's capable of having children, then she should just leave. But apparently, because it's not absolutely conclusive, if it was absolutely conclusive that she can't have children, then she would go out without a get. But it's not oh, It's not the chazok, it's not a thousand percent. And what's going to happen is that if we allow her to go out without a get then if she ends up having children from someone else, big problems. Those kids are going to be mamzerim. So as an insurance policy, we say, yes, you have to get rid of her. She doesn't get a ksuba, but give her a get in case of the remote possibility she is fertile. So that's how Toysus explains the uh, halach over here. So again, she married the first guy, didn't have kids. Married the second guy, didn't have kids. The third guy she cannot marry unless um, he has children. If she did, he divorces her, but uh, she does not get a Here's a shayla. And this is Lashlishi. She married a third guy. And in fact, she did not have children. So, now she's established as a Akara. 
So now the question is, now that she has a chazaka, that she can't have children, mahu hanach kama? You see, guy number one gave her a ksuba when he got rid of her. She was married to the first guy for 10 years, and then he divorced her, but he gave her a ksuba because it was inconclusive that she's not capable of having children. So now the question is, Can the two first guys say, Hey, I want my ksuba back. Because clearly you're an akara. Now the second guy also. The second guy gave her a ksuba when he divorced her. But the third guy was not allowed to marry her. So now the question is, now that she's established as an akara, after living with three people, can their first people demand their ksuba back? Mi matsu amrullah, could they say to her, Obviously it was your fault. It was your problem. It wasn't my problem. And when I divorced you, you told me, well, maybe you're the one who can't have kids. Well, now we know the facts. Facts are she can't have the kids. So anytime we know for certain it's the woman who can't have the kid, so the halacha is that she has to, um, she doesn't get a ksuba, so should they get a refund, a ksuba refund? It's one of Biden's uh, new policies. I don't know if you heard about it. Ksuba refund. So the question is, Halachically, can they demand the ksuba back? Or, so what's the tzadat? L'chayra, she's the akara, we've proven it. Or maybe, she could say, Truth is, I was always fertile. Dafka, now I became kachosh. Uh, uh, now I became weakened. Says the Gemara, Mestabra Matzis Amrulhu, it's Mestabra, she could say, Hashtahu Dekachshi. It's now after the third time that I became an Akara, but while I was living with you, I was still fertile. And the reason we didn't have kids, it's your fault. It was your physiological issue, not mine. So the Gemara is saying, Misvara, there's a logic, there's a compelling argument that she could say, look, this is a. When I was young, I was fertile. The reason we didn't have kids, it was your fault. Now, I'm a little bit older. You're right, Taka, now I'm not able to have children. Now the Shaila is, She married a fourth guy. And she marries after living with three guys for 30 years. And she had a kid. Now, she wants to go back to the third guy and get her ksuba. She says, ha ha. See, it was, now I know it's your fault. Could she be Tabeadiksuba from the third guy? So we say, lady, maybe you're right. Maybe it was his problem. But here's the deal. If, in fact, you are fertile, then when the third guy divorced you um, and without a ksuba, it was a get betos, because if he would have known he was, that you were fertile, he wouldn't have divorced you. So guess what? Your kids are mamzerim. So, honey, we have, I have a great idea. Keep your mouth closed, because maybe you'll get a ksuba, but you'll end up disqualifying your kids. We say to her, Your silence is better than your speaking. By the way, that's the general principle in life. 
but it especially applies over here. Your silence is better than your speaking. Dematsi Amrala, because he could say to her, hey listen, maybe you're right, maybe it was, uh, maybe you were fertile, but in that case I never would have divorced you. I did not divorce you well, knowing this. I wouldn't have divorced you. So therefore we tell her to be quiet. But now the Gemara asks, okay fine, what do you mean we tell her to be quiet? <laughs> but Lamaisa, she had a kid. And then it turns out that the third guy who divorced her without Aksuba, if he would have known, he wouldn't have divorced her right away. So it turns out, in reality, the kids are Mamzerim. So what do you mean we tell her better not to be to say anything? But don't we have to say something? Maskaflora Papa, Ihi Shaska, Anan Mishaskinon, if she was silent, would we be silent? If she is silent, will we be silent? Then Nimtza get bato, it comes out the get is nullified, and her children are mamzerim. Ella, rather, in other words, it doesn't make sense we say, hey lady, keep your mouth closed, because we would have to say something. Well, so what's the reason we don't say anything? And we don't say that uh, her that the get from the third guy was not good. We say as follows, you're right, she lived with three guys, she didn't have kids, but she wasn't fertile before. It's a new finish. She uh, something happened to her. She she became fertile. Okay. Now we come to a complex disagreement between him and her. So there's a couple. They're married. Let's say for ten years. They don't have kids. They decide they want to get divorced. He says it's her fault. He says, I know it's her fault. And therefore, I don't want to give a This is after the first round. She says, no, 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 no. I know it's his fault. Now, what does it mean he says, I know it's her fault? He says, look, I lived with her. I can sense that this is not a fertile woman. I could sense from her physiology, she's not a fertile woman. He's, she says, no, just the opposite. I could sense he's not. So the Gemara says, "Who Amar Mina vihi Amra He says it's her fault. She says it's his fault. Amar Rabbi Ami, Devarim Shabenoi Lebena Nemenes. Matters of privacy between him and her, she's believed. We take her word and we don't take his word. She says, I could tell it's him. He says, I could tell it's her. When it comes to these in Yanim, we believe her. V'tayma mai. He taimala b'yayra k'chetz. Hu lai kimlei b'yayra k'chetz. She could tell if he can ejaculate like the shooting of an arrow. He cannot tell if he is executing the action properly. She can tell that he is not able to perform the Maisa, he cannot tell that he is not able to perform the Maisa. Basically, she can sense internally, she could feel whether the ejaculation is Yoyra Kechetz, and he can tell whether it is or not. Now, this is only cogent regarding who would be more knowledgeable 
and believable about the scientific facts, but what about the fact maybe she's lying because uh, she wants to terminate the marriage? So that's a major question, Rishonim. Okay, but the Gemara is not addressing that point. The Gemara is addressing why would she be considered more knowledgeable than him? The answer is a woman could tell, a man can't tell. Now why we believe her, maybe she's a liar. So the Pashan answer is because she did not initiate the breakup over here. If she was the one initiating the breakup, then we would have reasons to, for a suspicion. He's the one who wanted to divorce her. So if she wanted to divorce him, we say, oh, maybe uh, she has a Nagia over here. And yeah, she would know, but maybe she's lying. But no, she never wanted to divorce him to begin with. He wanted to divorce her, so now he wants to divorce her. He just doesn't want to give her a ksuba, because he says she's infertile. She's... No, we believe her. Now I would ask, well, even if he wants to terminate, but maybe she's still lying because she wants the ksuba. So I'm not sure really how that answers the question, but let's, let's get clear what we know and what we don't know. What we know is the Gemara is addressing her being proficient and knowledgeable. What the Gemara is not addressing is why should we not suspect maybe she's lying Okay, now he says like this. Okay. Yeah. He d- again. Are you saying if 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 the case is not that he wants to divorce her? Lavdavka, the way we said it is, he wants to divorce her. Why? I don't know. He he doesn't have children with her, even if the ten years are not are not up. He's the one who wanted to terminate this marriage over here. If she wanted to, then maybe we need to suspect that she's a liar. He wanted to. I was just asking. Okay, very nice. He wanted to, but maybe she's lying to get the ksuba. Right, okay, so let's say you, you want to say that we have to be talking about where they were 10 years together. So then what? Then the Bezin's going to force? Right, so then Bezin's stepping in. So, so then my question is, if, if we do actually believe her, we're You're saying because she's a mukhsuk? I don't know that we say that a woman is a mukhsuk. This is what the Gemara says. Maybe it's something we could discuss further, you know, upon digging into it. Now, one more step. And then we'll let Dr. Phil wants to say something. No? You're muted, so...
Okay, so, and why do we why do we believe her? Maybe she's lying. So if she's the one initiating the divorce, then we suspect maybe she has her eyes on someone else. Okay, I'm just still asking, even if Bezdin's initiating, but once the marriage is being terminated, she's going to want to get money. So maybe she'll say, oh, I know he's not... In other words, I understand she would know better than him, but maybe she's still lying because she wants to make a buck. (coughs) That's something we have to think about. Yeah, that's regarding. Um, yes, because he's chayiv and puravu, and she's not. Again, one second. When when they don't have children and there's no known cause. So we say, it's because of his mazel. But now he's saying, don't tell me it's because of my mazel. She has a condi- I know she has a condition. I took her to the OB and the doctor told me she has an infertility issue. And she says, no, pink fakir, you have the infertility issue. So that, that's the case over here. Beforehand, on Samadana Bez, it was a machloikis, you know, mystical machloikis. Whose chatoim have caused the situation? But now we're now there's a medical dispute. You know who's the one who is uh, not fertile? Then the Gemara says the guy turns to her and says, "Okay, really, it's my fault." Well, I have a great idea. Well, I'm not I'm not giving you the ksuba so fast. Just because you would know, I'm not giving you the ksuba. How about like this? I'm going to take a second wife, and if I have a kid with her, then obviously it's your fault. Yeah, he said, I will go and marry a woman, and I'll check it out if it's taka my fault. I in toranytime.com. Well, this is, you know, before Rabbeinu Gershaim, right? I know that, but I'm just saying, Yeah, yeah. Check out the uh, last night. I have two shiurim from the Shidduch Center. Good stuff on uh, the Cherem uh, Darbeno Gershem. I, I, I heard that if, if, it's, if it's a case that the wife cannot have a child, he will allow you to marry the second wife. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what the Mean Rabbeinu Gershom made that dispensation. Uh huh. Interesting, but again, this Gemara is pre-Rabbeinu Gershom, and this times of the Gemara, you were allowed to marry a second wife. I think what Michael's referring to perhaps is before Rabbeinu Gershom, their halacha was if you did marry a second wife, you would you. And the first wife didn't want that. You would have to divorce her and give her a ksuba. 
Here, look at, unless, look like this. Um, Rabami, Rabami said, no, that's not going to help if you marry a second wife. Even in this case, where if you married another woman, you would have to give her a ksuba. My opinion is anyone who marries a wife upon his first wife, he has to divorce the first wife and give a ksuba. Because Rabbi Ami's opinion was you weren't allowed to marry a second wife in addition to the first wife. So Rabbi Ami is saying, basically, it's not going to help to say, well, let me check myself, I'll marry another woman. The moment you marry another woman, you have to give the first lady exuba, not because we believe the lady that it was his fault, but because now you uh, violated this halacha that you can't just uh, marry another woman against the first woman's will. But Rav said, no, no, you can marry many wives. But provided you can feed them all. You can feed all the ladies, you're allowed to. So, according to Rava, it is a viable option to marry the woman. Now, what's very interesting is, okay, how long are we going to wait exactly to determine whether you, um, whether the, the man is fertile or not? In other words, the man says, okay, I'm going to get remarried and uh, I'll see if I can have a kid. So what are we going to wait now? We're going to wait 10 years? We're going to wait... Uh, Two years? How long exactly are you going to wait? You know, he said, okay, I'll give her a ksuba, but I just first have to get married. So he engages a woman, and they set a marriage for four years, and then they wait another ten years after that? Okay, we're going to hold it over here. Bez Hashem will pick it up top of Samachim base tomorrow. Okay, brach v'atzlacha. Have a great night, everyone. Kal Oh, um, I think we discussed that in the Mishnah on Samachdan Amid Aleph. I think. The Gemara says that? I think we spoke it out in the Mishnah, right? Yeah. Thank you. So the shot clock starts again. Okay, everybody, shkoyach, have a good night. Call to, call to, be well. Good night. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.